Welcome to Ideas, Ideas While High podcast, where we share creative aha idea moments from entrepreneurs who are successfully navigating the business world and give you practical steps to help bring your great idea to life. I'm your host, Mary Latrice. Let's chop it up. Who said Puff Puff Pass was canceled? Listen, I know being a stoner in 2020 has been interesting, to say the least, with this pandemic. But The Chillstone by JTT Accessories is here to help. The Chillstone is a premium hand-blown glass joint holder and one hitter too. It's reusable, easy to clean, hypoallergenic, and a natural filter. But most importantly, it's sanitary. Simply insert your joint for a snug fit and enjoy. It fits standard cigarettes, joints, blunts, with or without filters. Get yourself a chillstone today at jttip.com or check them out on Instagram at jttaccessories. In 2020, let's pass joints, not germs, with the chillstone. Okay, guys, today I'm joined by Adam Asise, founder of Lilith Astrology, a site designed to empower women of all genders with cosmic insight through weekly discussions, monthly horoscopes, and private readings. Welcome to High Ideas, Adama. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you. Welcome to High Ideas. I'm already high, you can see. <laughs> We love it. That's what we like to be, both by plant medicine and spiritually high, of course. What was your first experience with plant medicine? You got any funny stories to share? Oh, yes, I do, actually. (laughs) So the first time I ever smoked weed, I mean, my mom, I probably won't listen to this, but she probably would be like, whatever, let me use that. Um, I was in eighth grade. I was a big Weezer fan. I'm a nerd at heart. I love that band. And I went to the concert with my friend. And we were there and it was just like weed, just like everywhere. And then I knew what it was. Like, I was like, I want to smoke that. And like, I was like, somebody's going to, I was like doing my witch shit. I'm like, someone's going to ask us totally. We're going to totally get like a whole blunt for free. And these guys we met, they were like, well, they were like flirting with us. But they're like, oh, do you want to smoke? So I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, I love it. I'm like, bitch, let's smoke. That was it. So it's been a, a love affair since <laughs> since I was very young. <laughs> okay. And so you, you were high and you're like, all right, this is cool. But you already kind of knew like in your heart. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's up? I'm a loopy high person because I'm already loopy when I'm sober. When I'm high, it's like, it's just next level. Do so you have a, a strain preference? Like sativa. Sativa. Okay. So you do. Yeah. Okay. Sativa sets my brain on fire. Like, like so much. Yeah, no, I need. I love to write actually mm-hmm. um, high because I actually feel like it gives me more access to mm. uh, things and, and meditation high as well. That's another thing I, I like to do. Okay. Now breath what's work and breath work. Are you doing guided meditations? I do my own. Okay. I my, yeah. But I, I have in the past to really get myself, get my practice up. And I attended a Buddhist center Mm-hmm. for some time. And I really learned how to meditate. So now I prefer to not do in groups. I only do it as like a social thing. When pre-COVID, I would go to like events and do it, but it just never brought me peace. I need to be completely alone. Okay. I, I need to be alone. And then generally silence 
Yeah. And it's a lot of breathing and things like that. I don't use plant medicine every time, but sometimes when I want to really do a lot of imagination work. So that's something that I do in terms of manifestation is using your imagination to Mm -hmm. think of things you want to do, what you want your future to look like and act as if now. So it's kind of like you're doing some weird acting, but it's like you're in meditation. And that's something I, I recommend to all my clients, but that is what starts to train your mind to think positively. You can li- you're a creator being. Like everyone has the capacity to create their own reality. And the problem is, is that we were in we're in a society that didn't support that. Mm-hmm. So it's like now, especially with all the astrology with these planets in Aquarius, the energy is ripe for people to be themselves. And so I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will be I tell you. Yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. This is the time because. It's just so boring. Some of the shit that's been going on, like the Kardashian shit and just some of the celebrity shit. I'm just like, can we get something real? Like, yeah. it's, just, it's, it's like we need things to be shaken up. And I think that there's a lot of people who were ahead of their time maybe in the past and now can feel like they can step into their own now because their gifts were not appreciated in the past. Because, And I think this is a lot for Black people as well with Mm -hmm. a lot of Aquarius energy, because that rules black people, rules the outlier, the person that does not fit the status quo. Mm -hmm. And that's really, this is our time to shine as who we are. I think it's like, even like an app like TikTok, we make that app. (laughs) Yes, we do. I have to give myself doses of the TikTok because I can find myself on there just like absorbing. I try to only follow like positive, uplifting stuff people are just so creative I'm just like how like how did you do that some of the stuff I will be howling at some stuff for like 15 minutes and I'm like I am 33 years old like why am I doing this right now (laughs) but it's people are talented yeah I will be 36 on the 12th and yeah it's all good I feel like it's all like positive stuff and it's like that level of creativity it gives me creativity I get inspired to you know do different stuff with my business so I can't hate on TikTok I mean I love the name of this I was like welcome to high ideas like I just (laughs) love that are you gonna be like hi when you first introduce someone like hi like h-i-g-h hi ideas I actually spell it h-i-i-i dot well, no, not dot, but capital D-E-A-S. Oh, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it allowed me to play with the logo a little bit more. So yeah. you can get, so you see like a little plant, which represents a plant medicine. And then you see, I think it's a moon that's over the other logo. Oh, so yeah. it represents, you know, the, you know, high spiritually as well as, you know, be a plant medicine. So. <laughs> I mean, I love weed, man. Like I just do. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, what was I doing before? I mean, I probably was a kid, but what was I doing before I discovered it? I'm like, what was my life? Like, what was I more stressed out? I don't stress. There were periods where I paused, like I would stop. The longest I stopped was like four months because mm-hmm. I just needed to reset and I missed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did it because I, I was like, I need to. But it's just something that I feel like it's like my, it's just, I don't know, it's like medicine, but it just helps me access just creativity and on so many more levels. Yeah. When you're intentional with it, it's amazing. Yeah. It's even better. I would, I would say. 
So can you share your story behind Lilith Astrology? What were you doing right before you had the idea for your business? And what did you do immediately during? Wow. So I like live my life. Like it's really interesting because I teach, you know, let serendipity happen, let the universe happen. And that's really how I live my life. Like everything that I ever picked up, it just fell into my lap. I was like, wow, this is cool. Like from the time you were young? Yeah. Like I was a classical violinist all through since elementary school and there was like an assembly and this quartet came cause they're trying to like get kids to like pick up instruments. And I saw this girl on the violin. I was like, I want to do that. And so I just did it and I did it for like, well, I still can play, but I did it regularly up until like early twenties. I got busy with life, but then I went into the beauty industry after college and I didn't even know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to do something in aesthetic. Like I always love going to the hairdresser. I love, I'm a Leo moon. So I've always just loved like beauty and just like aesthetics. And so I was like, let me learn how to run a business. Cause if I want to open a hair salon, that was literally what all I want to do. But then it just, something kind of spoke to me in college. I was like, mm, I should like go into get a real job. I mean, I also come from an African family. So it's like, okay. Go get- Go get a real job. <laughs> now, was your family can be like strict, you know? Was your family spiritual or religious or both? Or so what's really interesting is my mom is actually American, so I'm African American, but my dad is from Sierra Leone, West Africa, and much of the family is um, Muslim. My grandmother, she was, she was, she was very, she's like Muslim, but. They were more, I guess, like liberal Muslim, you could say. Mm-hmm. I've never felt like it was like a strict kind of like religious practice. And then my mom's side, it was just kind of like sprinkle. It just depended on the branch of the family. But it's it, we're mixed on that side, like black and some I indigenous, like one branch of the family was actually Gullah. So people that came from South Carolina, I actually remember we went to visit when I was I was really young, but like we went to visit all like extended family members that we just like didn't know. And it was all the the slaves that jumped off of the ship and ran into into the woods, into this island and like settled there. That's another background on my mom's side. But it's very mixed, like you know uh-huh. how you know how it is. Yeah. Um, but I was raised in both cultures. And so my dad's side, it's just very matriarchal. Actually, both sides of my family are very matriarchal, which is strange because isn't is but isn't because I feel like a lot of black families <laughs> end up being matriarchal anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad's mother, I'm named after her Adama. And I actually call her, she's the Lilith archetype. She's also old, so also old people don't give a fuck about anything usually, but <laughs> she really doesn't. And she raised six kids, healthy kids, and all sent them to college in um sent my dad to London, my aunts to London, and then sent them to United States for more opportunity all on her own mm-hmm. um, as an African woman in, in Sierra Leone, which is like, like, a lo- like that's a lot. So wow. I felt like I've just seen that. That's the archetype in my life. Like my mother's similar, my aunts. Um, we get it done. You're, we yeah. Get it done. <laughs> yeah. So I just never like, I've faced microaggressions like all the time, even coming into astrology, you'd be surprised. It's like surprise, but not surprise, but I just don't give a fuck. Like it, I feel like that's why I've gotten to where I have in, in my beauty career. And then now here is because I'm just like, I just don't care because I've seen that <laughs> even like 
my aunt on my mom's side, she's the only black female executive like at her company that she works at. Okay. And I'll hear her complain to me all the time about, oh, they're not, they're paying me the least out of all of the VPs. And like, I just hear all these things. So it's always ingrained in me to just kind of push back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- That's like Lilith embodied to me. Uh-huh. So what were you doing right before you decided to start your business or what was your like aha moment? You're like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Oh, yes. I guess like full circle with my, um, I kind of let serendipity happen. So I met a guy (laughs) around the time that I had a quarter life crisis. I was working in beauty corporate and it was just long hours. I just felt like, why am I just working myself into the ground? I don't even like New York anymore. I'm tired of it. It's fucking dirty. (laughs) It's fucking, you know, whatever. It's just like, I'm over it. And we met and then I wanted to really move to the West Coast. And so we settled on Portland, Oregon. And so we moved and I just was like, all right, let's do it. So we moved. And when I was there, I was applying for jobs and I was playing, there was like Nike out there and Adidas and like all these different companies out there. And then I saw an ad (laughs) for an astrology website and so I was like, ooh. <laughs> so I applied and literally wrote me back like this. And then I went in and I just knew I was like, oh, I totally have this job. And my boss, she was so sweet. It was like nothing I've ever seen before as far as a workplace. Like I'm talking about like the moon and the sun and tarot reading. And like I was just like so upset. I was so happy to come to work every day. My relationship back then was toxic, but I still like <laughs> loved my job. You know, and I was like, why, why can't you not be here? Like, it's always why? something. It's always something. Yeah. Out of <laughs> yeah, I was like, why can't you not be here? Like, everything else. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, I just loved it. And the relationship was falling apart. This is my Saturn return, mind you. So this is like a hot mass express. I just was so... So did you know you were going through this or you're looking back at it now at the date and you're able to say, okay, this is what was going on. Okay. I knew too, working like literally every day I was doing astrology. Like it got to the point because like I had to teach myself everything because I was writing email blasts. I was doing, I was editing really master astrologers who I know now (laughs) their horoscopes for like a couple of years and like writing different articles and doing like SEO and things like that. And so it just, I had to read and I got interested in myself and I, I got like a real reading and I was like, holy shit. Cause like I didn't tell this person anything and they, they know, I just was like, oh my God. And they just read me to filth. And I just was <laughs> like, I, there's some shit I got to change. And that uh, coming away from that experience was when the relationship really started to break down. Cause I just was like, wow, I have no self-love. I have no self-worth and I'm wasting my fucking pretty like on this bullshit so we ended up moving back and we did a road trip back, which was like actually semi-fun. Um, we stopped in like different cities, which was fun. So the whole trip was great, even though like there was some relationship stuff. I think it was a good learning experience. Then I moved back to New York and I had to quit there because they wanted someone in office, mm. uh, but they let me freelance. And then I just got a job back in beauty. But then I was like, I'm going to take some real classes. <laughs> so I found my teacher and then that's it. And then I went through um, certification with NCGR. Um, and I still, there's still so much to learn in terms of astrology. Like I consider myself an occultist. So I also read a lot as well mm-hmm. um, in terms of astrology and like theories and things like that. But uh, ultimately, another thing too is Lilith was an accident too. Happy accident. So, Yeah. So astrology, it's like, I apply for this job. I didn't expect to like work. 
I wasn't like, I'm going to move out to Portland and get an astrology job. Like I just decided to make a change. I was like, I felt stagnant. And so when I shook things up, it allowed opportunities to come into, into fruition. Mm-hmm. And so moving back here, I just went to work and like went to classes, astrology classes, which NCGR, the level one exam is no, no joke. Like you have, I had to learn literal math and astronomy and wow. you have to know how to do a chart by hand. So like I do digital charts now because otherwise I will take like one client like a month because oh, I'll be wow. like, it doesn't take me that long. It takes me, it takes like a good over an hour to do like by hand. Oh. Um, you have like six hours for the exam and it's closed book. Like, and I had to learn all that and I did, and I just felt so accomplished, but I found Lilith when I was in the astrology class and one of my colleagues who she's still my friend, she brought Lilith in and she was like, I want to learn more about this. Cause I've realized I have this, like, it's a significant in my chart. And the teacher was like, okay, well let's, you know, talk about it. And so the teacher actually had to research because that's how ominous this placement is. And it's so reminiscent of the story. It's so like suppressed. Like we're, we're like, what, what's the story? <laughs> but like she brought it up and like, we we're going over it and like, learning about it and then like doing my own research, it just, it dawned on me when I looked at my own chart and I saw it in my first house of self and my personality. And I was like, wow. I'm like, this is all the women in my family. This is how I grew up. Like women who didn't take shit. Like the TikTok video we were talking uh-huh. about. <laughs> like someone in my family would be like, I would have knocked her into oblivion. Yeah. Like it's just, that's just how I was raised. And so seeing that, I just was like, Wow. And more and more that I delved into it, realizing also it's so significantly linked with black women and really Lilith was black in the mythology. I feel like it was kind of hidden because if Lilith, the first woman was really black, that means all life stems from, you know, they would try to bury that information, you know, all the, all the, all the powerful stuff they try to bury. When we learn the first anything, I don't want to say anything significant, but the first thing we learn in history is that we were slaves. You don't learn anything that we were kings and queens and we were slaves. And that's what they start with. And even now they want to suppress that. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Girl, when you're logical, you can put two and two in your head. And like, even with astrology, sometimes I grapple with, it's so Roman Greek, um, Greco-Roman that a lot of these archetypes were from ancient Kemet because a lot of these Greek philosophers that create, like created a lot of, a lot of this information would study in mystery schools there mm-hmm. and learn all of this knowledge and then bring it back and then make it in their own likeness. But it's like, it all stems from an, like an African practice. So that's something that like you know, we work with Venus, but Venus is, you can see Venus in different cultures, Hathor in, in Egypt, um, someone like Ushun in Yoruba, the African deity tradition, mm-hmm. similar the archetypes live anywhere. So then you also kind of think, wow, this stuff is really accurate because if all of these nations and all of these cultures have similar deities, then there has to be something to it. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I just went on a high rant. <laughs> so I'm good at those. Yeah. So you were okay. So you were <laughs> wow. So when did you have your aha moment that you were gonna start your own business? Oh, oh, I've been running a business since I was eight. 
Okay, but mm-hmm. Lily's astrology. When yeah, you decide, you- that was that moment when we went in my astrology class. It just was a download. It was like, boom, and I was like, I went home and bought the domain. Okay, I, domain. I didn't even do anything until a year after I bought that domain. I just knew, and I didn't talk about it anybody. That's my number one rule. When you're manifesting, don't leave it alone. Don't tell anybody until it's done. Because people just put their energy on and they're like, what's that? And and they have their own limitations and that like fucks with your shit. So you just do it in the, it's my Scorpio, do it in the shadows and then (laughs) reveal, reveal. So yeah, that was that class. It was like, oh wow. So you didn't do anything for a year. Yeah. After I figured that out. Yeah. And did you know you wanted to call it Lilith Astrology or did you take some time? Like I bought the domain, I got the YouTube, I got like the, I worked as a digital marketing strategist. So I know like when you have an idea, honey, you get all of the channels and I put nothing on them. I just had them until Uh I was ready to start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it was that class and I just bought the domain and I just knew it was, it it was just a download straight up. And I feel like that even with my interpretations of Lilith, because there are some interpretations from astrologers available, like you can do your own research on it, Mm -hmm. but a lot of it is downloads. Like if I'm having a session, a lot of my sessions are are very personal. They're more personal than some astrologers get. Like someone will say moon and Gemini, like you love to talk a lot. Me, I would be like moon and Gemini. But when you were a child, it was suppressed and even though you, you love to communicate and that's something that you inherently need, that is a challenge for you. So like, I go a little bit beyond just the chart. Interpretation. Oh guys, she goes deep. I had a reading. I was in crying <laughs> like a baby. So just, just no, not that she's mean or anything, but it's that honest, raw, you yeah. know, thing that you it's need. Scorpio. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a Leo moon and I have Mars and Libra where it's like, I, on the surface and cancer rising. So it's on the surface level. I'm like, you know, a teddy bear, but then it's like, here, mm-hmm. <laughs> here's where it gets a little, little crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Scorpios are so intense. Like it sometimes it's just, it's too much. So weed helps me just relax, honestly. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. like I pick up on like emotions and, and also like having sessions a lot. I pick up people and I'm an empath. So it's like, at the end of the day, I just want to like, <laughs> yeah, relax. And it helps me kind of, you know, chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So how has your consumption evolved since that time back at the concert till now, you know, in your practice and in, in anything, how has it changed? I would say back then it was like sneaky, like, oh, we like, you know, <laughs> it wasn't like, wow, you know, not a big deal. <laughs> uh-huh. going to have a little weed and that's it. And then like, I feel like in my twenties, so like teenage years, it was like that. It was like taboo, but, and it consisted of me and my friends just getting so high and then going to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I equate Taco Bell with that era. And then like in the city, like twenties, I feel like nobody, people were into Coke mm-hmm. and I was like, no, not yeah. really. So I would smoke and people just didn't want to smoke. So I felt like I was like the lone smoker. Is, and isn't it two different vibes? Like yeah. I can always tell when somebody's on something else other than flour or, or uh, weed. Cause I'm just like, our energy is just different right now. I'm like, I'm like, they're like, uh, I'm, exactly. like I'm like, I want to like chill. <laughs> um, Has it always been flour? Did you ever try edibles? So I'm like, 
I didn't take edibles yet, but okay. Oh, cool. I okay. I was showing, showing my edibles, <laughs> but yeah, once in a while, I have those for a while. Cause like, again, mm-hmm. it's a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> but probably like once every month. Uh-huh. I'm more of a like light flower. So now I feel like it's more of a lifestyle. It's not like, I don't know. It's not as big of a deal. And I probably, I smoke at night and I would say every other day. It's like mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Do you have any rituals around? Oh yeah. Consumption? So I've done magic with while high because I've, and <laughs> you do sex magic while high. <laughs> Man, that's a game, not a gateway, but it's I enjoy, enjoy smoking before getting intimate. It's just, it heightened it, made it way better. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I would say magic rituals, not all. And I tend to get with abundance. Because it's like, it's, you're exuding this happy, giddy energy. At least that's the way I get when I'm high. So I feel like that helps amplify that abundance ritual Uh Um, and meditation and breath work as well. Mm. I think it it helps unlock certain things. I mean, not everyone would agree with this at all, but I think that it helps me access certain things and certain creative ideas. Like I've gotten great downloads from it. And it just helps you kind of think a little with little, I guess with less boundaries and less restrictive. I don't know if you experience that with like your business, like you feel less restricted. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. It helps my anxiety and I feel like I can do anything as opposed to like when I'm not, I feel like that subconscious gremlins, they call it that, you know, self-doubt. And then as soon as I take that first puff, I feel like a weight lifted, like, okay, get this done, get this done, get this done. You don't have, you know, anything to worry about. Just go. I don't know why. (laughs) I call us both Uranus people, but we both have Uranus. This is the planet of shocks, surprises. This is the planet of the revolution and change. This is like a huge integral part of the astrology right now, but we both have this very significant in our charts. So it's like, we have a lot of, it's just like a lot of energy and you need something to just like, Mm-hmm. take it down so you can like focus. I write and most people would not be able to do that. I think mm-hmm. you have an altar. Mm-hmm. Okay. As someone was just telling me they started offering flour to their ancestors. I never thought about that. I was yeah. like, I'm definitely going to incorporate. Those, yeah. And certain practices of voodoo or in hoodoo as well, they, you can smoke. And I don't know if they're doing weed or do more tobacco, but I'm like, mm. I'm not tobacco um but yeah yeah you can offer it's like an offering yeah i was like okay they're probably looking at me like damn you ain't you ain't sharing that you ain't gonna share nothing i know they need some too right <laughs> yeah um, yeah i give gratitude to my ancestors every day like every morning i just think it's it's imperative mm-hmm. and especially with abundance rituals that if you can thank them they are just grateful that you acknowledge them so they'll just drop serendipities into your lap. Oh, nice. 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 Yeah. How has your background in digital marketing helped contribute to Lilith's astrology? I think it just helped me do it faster on a budget because <laughs> I didn't have to hire anyone to do stuff. Like I just, I, at the same time though, when I was working and doing it, oh my God, like I didn't sleep. I just don't know. Did it feel like work though? Or were you like, you were felt- it was a savior from work for sure. Okay. Okay. Like astrology. Yeah. Otherwise I would not, I would like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to get a side hustle. I don't want my side hustle to be 
awful, you know, right? yeah, I loved it. Like, and I would go to conferences, classes, like all that stuff. But I also didn't pressure myself. Like mm-hmm. I started the YouTube actually first, first. Okay. And so I started doing that. And then I was like, oh, well I need Instagram. So then I started, it's like, I just did it in little steps. And then I was like, okay, well people are DMing for reading. So I guess you should have a website. So then I just like booked a weekend out and just did what I could do. I put up like it looks better, way better right now, but like, it was just wild when I put up, but (laughs) as long as you're just like getting things out there, like, I don't believe in perfectionism. I think every time you put something out there, it's just like you birth it and it's out and it's just like a layer of your experience. Mm -hmm. So then you're better the next time. So I think people can hold themselves back thinking they need, like my website like shit. Like (laughs) I wish I had the screenshots still. It's so embarrassing, but I just was like, I don't have time other than this. So this is going to happen. Yeah. And took it step process. by step. And then you just do 2.0 and just revise it, revise it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I try to tell my friends progress, not perfection. Just take that inspired action, get it done and you will be good to go. Yeah. Cause it provides like a foundation. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as long as you have it up, like buying the domain was the first step, even though it took forever to like, to start. It was setting the intention, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What are you doing these days to keep your spirits up, to keep your vibes high? I like to dance. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those videos. I love to dance. I mean, I, I love my job. <laughs> Honestly, that really, I don't even know what I would do if I didn't have like an outlet. I would, I have no clue. No <laughs> idea. Um, that definitely is like 80% of it. And then, yeah, dancing and like, I'll see friends and I like to read and I do my own research, um, do my own like writings and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that all keeps me pretty high vibe. I really do miss traveling though. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll look at like old travel pictures and I get a little <sighs> melancholy, but generally I'm, I'm pretty high spirits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do miss, I am going, I'm going to take a little birthday trip, but I do no, miss being able anywhere. I'm really restricted to where I can go right now because of COVID, but I can't. Yeah, um, I heard Jamaica is pretty safe. Is it? Jamaica, Sorry. Mexico, Aruba here. But yeah. I was supposed to go to Costa Rica and I was like, eh. COVID's like, psych. no, 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 no. So we'll see how it shapes up at the end of the year. I was um, contemplating Miami, but I don't know. <laughs> popping, popping. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want COVID. <laughs> no, you don't want COVID. But oh. it, I mean, Miami's like Atlanta right now. If you were to come down here to Atlanta, it's wide open. So <laughs> really, I want to stay. Yes, very, very much so. You might want to go to like Destin, Florida. <laughs> New York is like, clo- I mean, we're now opening indoor dining on the 12th. So that's new. So nothing ever goes for us ever dinner, but (laughs) now it's closed. Yeah. So starting off as a business owner, what, if anything, did you struggle with in the market? I would say getting started. I think that it's a lot you have to unpack as a black woman. I think when you're like, Oh, I want to work for myself let alone an astrology spiritual business. Like it takes a lot of self work and spiritual alchemy to get to the place where you can just like dive off a cliff. 
That's basically what it was like. Mm. <laughs> like literally. And I was like fine with, with making the jump and, and leaving my job. But it's like, while I was at that job, I really did a lot of self-work, like a mm. lot of work in meditation, a lot of spiritual work classes, like just really going through my own spiritual awakening to be able to do it. So I think that was like, looking back, it's not hard now, but it was hard in the moment. Mm-hmm. Also, I was like getting over that relationship and it was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and we had like two pets in the relationship. So it was just uh, like, I really miss my dogs, not really that person. Uh, did you each get a pet in the divorce? No, no. He, took, no, he took both. And I was like, I don't want drama. It's whatever. Yeah. Um, but that it was like all those things together was just like, it was hard, but I was like, just really like, I just really think that this is what I, I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, even if I'm retirement age, mm-hmm. like my teacher, she's like in her seventies, like she's, she's just like teaching. She doesn't need to, uh-huh. um, she's old, but yeah, it's, so I just, yeah. You know, growing up, I always like heard the phrase, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So Mm-hmm. I really took that to heart and it's like some people figure it out in this life. And then some people don't like you see people who are like famous musicians or they're like, or someone like, you know, who's someone like Bretman rock. He is like the ultimate manifestor. I feel like, because he literally like the, are you talking about the makeup artist. Well, he's not really makeup artist. He's just an influencer. He literally just posts on social media, funny shit. And he's just acts like a Leo. Okay. I and, thought he did makeup. Okay. This is somebody else. No, well, he does do makeup though. He does. Okay. He's, so it's the same person. Okay. Yeah. Love but him. he's a multimillionaire and he literally, I watched a video on him and he was like, literally I would go to school and wear full face of makeup because in my head I was already famous. I was like, that's why you're there because you understand you get it that you can create the life that you want and he was like i just want to like be on camera and be a leo and just hilarious. get my makeup in the house oh like all, but i was just like wow it's just like how can people not believe in the law of attraction and in in energy because that's it because it's like who wouldn't want to do that he just like plays around all day right <laughs> and, yes yeah like, I feel like he's way more, he could teach my classes, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, wow, when I get to that, if I get to that coin, then okay. But he, that is really what I teach is how to use your energy, identify what is your truth mm. and then get your energy to guide yourself there. Because if you think people don't realize like you're always born with a truth and society stuffs it down in different kinds of ways. And then you suppress it and that leads to unhappiness and unfulfillment. And then that leads to low frequency energy. And then you're not manifesting what you want in your life. And so becoming in alignment is just so important. Like even if you want to make like, I don't know, clay hands and like, you're good at, <laughs> like, they just look really hot. Like, and you're just good at clay hands and you just put them on Instagram. All of a sudden, all these people are buying your clay hands that because your energy, because you're yes. just like, Oh my God, I'm good at making and that creativity is what fuels the world. Yeah. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. Everything we enjoy. Like, I even hate to see, like, the nightlife and the arts just kind of suffering. I mean, now it's like, you got to go online, you guys. Like, at this point, there's nothing mm-hmm. else you can do. But this is what makes the world go round, I feel like. It's, mm-hmm. it's that's that Venus energy, that pleasure. Mm-hmm. Having the arts and having these things enhance our lives. Like, I love festivals. I love yeah. dance. 
my EDM festival so much. Oh my God. I was trying to go to Awakenings forever and I kept putting it off like, I'll go next year because it would always be money. And I was like, damn it. I should have I just went. I'm like, yeah. that's like when I was in lack, it's like that's slowing your manifestations because like, well, you could have gone. Yeah. Rides, yeah. boo. <laughs> and that's how debt starts. Cause like I was in some serious fucking debt, like serious debt, serious student loan, all kinds of stuff. And I had six figure jobs and it's like, why was I in debt? It's because of before I had really gone through that process of like alchemizing and shifting lack without within my body, I was manifesting debt because it's like, I wanted to go on, do things. I wanted to buy stuff. I wanted to be that person and have that, you know, the Louboutins or whatever, but the energy, if I felt that lack, I'm not getting that money. So it's like, I'm putting it on the cards and then I'm not magnetizing that to me so that I can just pay for it mm-hmm. in cash. Cause you deserve everything that you want. Mm-hmm. It's like a guilt. Like I love, I'm a Mars and Libra. So I love to shop. It's not as much as, as it used to be with COVID. I feel like you don't need as much stuff, but like, I love to shop, but like I would get into trouble with things like that. And I realized it's, I need to shift my mindset towards money. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I teach as well is money mindset. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I would feel a guilt if I treated myself. And it's like, you should never feel like you don't deserve anything. Like yes. you, should, you deserve everything. Follow your bliss people. Yourself. Follow your bliss. Yeah. <laughs> we deserve everything. Like you need to ask for what you need to feel good. Guys. That's the name of the game with life. It was taught like it gets to the point where sometimes I'll like try to find batteries out of my drawer and I'll like have to try different ones because I saved old batteries. Hmm. They came out like they were it's oh. like an action thing. It's passed down. That is passed down. I'm still trying to and figure I'm out like, the clutter. I still have clutter issues. My, my mom's sending me stuff. I'm like, mom, I don't have room. She's still sending me stuff. And it's, I'm still trying to get rid and clear out because of that oh. mindset. I caught myself doing that though. And I recycled all the, I was like, I'm getting rid of these batteries. This is ridiculous. But things like that, you have to be mindful of. And that's how you start to undo certain traumas around money or fear Mm. around money is when you're in the moment. And what I would do is like, if I went out with friends or whatever, and I would be like, I don't want to spend hundred dollars on drinks, but it's like, you deserve it. You worked like a 60 hour week. Like you deserve to have a good time. And I would just push through the fear and I would spend the money and I would tell myself and I would love myself and I would observe the fear while I was doing it. And that is what slowly made the progress to where it's like, I would have no problem doing something like that because I know that there's abundance. It just money flows to me. So when you start to train yourself every day, it becomes so normal, natural, and easy. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love it. What advice would you give as a business owner? What's the one? thing that you feel like you've learned so far do you do you boo boo do you because <laughs> i'll never forget to when i started posting on instagram i don't like doing the two informative like planet and sign posts it's just not what i like to do Me either We're i don't <laughs> this is so no shade but i just don't like it and i found myself doing it because everyone else did it and i was like And I just wasn't happy about posting. So then I finally was like, all right, I need to do my own shit and just like, just do my shit, do what I want to do. And that's it. And stop look like, cause I was so trained in in business school and in marketing. Mm -hmm. Like you look at other, like if I work for a skincare brand, we look at like another skincare brand. I'm like, oh, well 
that's a great practice and they got a lot of engagement and like then post it and then it would be like, is this really good? You know? So it's like when you do you, you feel happier about doing something because it's in resonating with you instead of like having resistance to doing it, you know? Yes. Guys, do what works for you. That level of of authenticity that is within you. The people who are supposed to follow you will follow you. Trust. I Mm -hmm. had to learn that the hard way. Not the hard way, but as far as like just letting that energy and the anxiety of, okay, okay, I need to plan my post at this time of the day. I need to have this many posts per week. I'm like, if I'm not inspired to do it, I'm not doing it. No. I might not post for three days. Yeah. There's some days where I just like, I don't feel like posting. I'm not inspired. Fuck it. Like I'd rather read or uh, like, I'd rather book clients. Like I don't need to worry about this post. Exactly. Cause that's avoiding also low vibrational emotion. Cause Mm. when you're feeling that frustration, it's kind of just breeding stressful feelings. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I release, if a post goes out late, if I don't even care about like best posting times, I'm just like, that all is like, it's garbage because it's all like an algorithm anyway. It's doesn't matter what time you post. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I would say. Do you stay authentic to what you want to do? For sure. Has your vision or mission evolved since you started your business or foundationally has it pretty much? Yeah. So I started more manifestation in the past year, but before, like I did all of these things myself but I never thought I was just going to do astrology, but I never thought of sharing what I do, my, my witchy stuff. <laughs> but then it was like, it just came naturally. Like I would kept doing readings and I kept going into like, well, this is how you change it. I would get some feedback. Like, well, I've been to like other astrologers and they tell me, but they don't tell me like what I can do to change it. And you gave me some tactical stuff. So I was like, okay, well, I think this is going to be the mixture then of information. So it's more like metaphysical. It's not just astrology, Mm -hmm. like straight astrology. Mm So that kind of evolved. Yeah. Okay. So at what moment did you realize you were walking in your purpose? The moment I quit my job, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yes, it was like a weird day. Cause I was like, like what happened was I just was not happy. And Then a writing opportunity came that was just, it really just helped open the doors for so many other things. Well, I'll tell you, it was Cosmo and it just opened the door for so many other things. And it got to the point where I was like balancing my job and balancing all this other work. And I was getting clients that I just was like, I'm losing it. Like I remember breaking down, like calling my mom and be like, I'm so stressed out. She's like, you need to make a choice because you can't do full two full-time jobs. It's like my second house moon. It's like the moon in the house of money. So it's like, I'm emotionally like, I need to have stability. Yes. Benefits and this and that. Yeah. The health, all that stuff. And, and I also, so I did an abundance ritual too around that time. And I got some serious downloads that it was like, basically like you're being an idiot. Yeah, it was like some serious shit. And like, it, I'll never forget, like the night before I could not sleep the night before I like actually quit, like actually went, gave my notice. I just could not sleep. And I just was like, there's no way I'm not like, it just was in my head. Like, there's no way I'm not quitting tomorrow. And I just did it. And I just felt like 
it was like shackles. Like, Oh gosh. <laughs> it's full-time jobs, man. Like, I, I mean, I'm not saying that everybody needs to be an entrepreneur, but honestly, why not? Why mm-hmm. not use your own talent, use your own creativity. Why not just be independent and manifest money for yourself? Then you can invest in other things. Like that's how black wealth will build. We mm-hmm. stop relying. Like I know people that have investors. Like I never have gotten investors. I just do it. They have, yeah. All those like apps, they get like investors to start their app, like their business. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have million dollar investment people. I just, this is run on my, on me, Mm -hmm. but it's like, that's how you avoid being owned. And then you can really build your own structure and build your own foundation without relying on, on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think that that's how black people will, I think, start to build themselves up more, especially in the age of Aquarius. It's all about the independent creator. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize sometimes too, how much power we hold, like the fact that black women are the least paid and yet we're the most educated. And like, I mean, the black women that I work with in beauty, were just all top notch and they would just be in like, even me, I was like held back in positions mm-hmm. and they would be in just like the lower positions. I'm like, Oh my and God. we're starting businesses like that. Like we yeah. are. And that is the way it needs to be because also you don't have to deal with bullshit. Mm-hmm. You're your own CEO. <laughs> you don't have to like climb a glass thing. It's like, honey, I'm making my, I'm standing on my own ceiling. So. <laughs> For real. But yeah. Yeah. What advice would you give to your younger self? Have fun and relax. It'll all be okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I used to have bad anxiety even with the weed, it was like more teenage because the weed back then was not good. That's another thing. Too. Yeah. No, just smoking. I was smoking like the <laughs> like actual grass from the ground. Okay. I'm like sure. we've all gone through our booth phase where you just was like, what is it? Okay. Shit. And so it was not medicinal at all. So I had anxiety and even in 20s, like the weed still wasn't that good. But moving out to Portland, that is where I found good weed. And I think my anxiety, it definitely helps with that but also doing the techniques that I teach. I do that. I've done that on myself and it definitely helps with things like anxiety because it's just trauma essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's like working through your traumas um, can kind of help lower that because anxiety is just a physical reaction to energies in the external. So it's like, you'll hear a lot of, I think intuitives who say that they have anxiety mm-hmm. or had had it because it's information as well. Yeah, I used to have it bad. I have to catch and correct myself all day. Like, look, you're not you're supposed to be happy now. Like, you're not supposed to be stressed. It's gonna all work out. Mm-hmm. Just have faith. You're good. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like telling my like, I would literally my higher self would be like, it's really okay. Be in the moment. Yep, you're like, okay. <laughs> and you're not gonna be able to go to this concert ever again. Like, so yeah. be in the moment and enjoy it. Yeah. Yep. I would. And then also like, don't allow other people to dim, dim your shine. Mm-hmm. There's so many times, especially in relationships, I would dim myself mm-hmm. yeah, for the other person and it's not worth it. <laughs> it is not trust and believe. <laughs> what do you want your legacy to be? That I helped a lot of women. Mm. That I helped like raise the vibration of the divine feminine on the planet because I mean, we've just all been suppressed, especially black women for ever, <laughs> you know, it's like, we, yeah, yeah, we all learn about slavery, but this shit has been happening forever. 
even just women in general, not just us, like the suppression has just been forever. So mm-hmm. that's the mark I would love to leave. I love it. Is there anything new and exciting you want us to know about? Anything new? No, just memberships. Memberships. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm a member and I always feel like you're putting more into the membership for sure. You're offering a lot more. Yeah, because it's like, because yeah. some practitioners will do like, you can buy things per class. Mm-hmm. But for me, I like to do, you get a membership and then you just have access and I just do different content every, mm-hmm. now it's like every week slash month. Yeah. Um, and like do different, like we do the live chats and things like that. So it's, why, it's like, I do have a lot of new stuff, but I'm like, it's kind of like collective. <laughs> and I do have some stuff, but I don't want to say, okay. I don't know my manifestations yet. Yes. Subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe on YouTube. YouTube's great. Yes. So that's going to um, bring me to my next one. How can everybody reach you? Uh, yeah. So YouTube, TikTok, my fave, um, Twitter. TikTok handle. Oh, Lilith Astrology. Okay. All right. So, so I'll get all that info and put it in the show notes for you guys. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, and... All oh, Lilith Astrology? Yeah, All Lilith Astrology. Okay. And then Clubhouse as well. Oh. Doing, oh, well, that's something new. I'm doing a talk on the 16th. So what's that, Tuesday? Okay, I got to make sure I'm following you. And it's about the Aquarian age because that's something that has been talked about a lot. So another fellow astrologer is going to come on and we're going to give the skinny on it. Nice. 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 (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And this wonderful conversation. I love your energy. (laughs) (laughs) High thoughts. Listen. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me this week. I'm beyond grateful for the opportunity to share these inspirational stories with you. If you are enjoying the podcast, please support, like, subscribe, and leave a review. Let me know your thoughts. Also share it with anyone you think could use a dose of inspiration. Last but not least, please follow me on social media. You can find me at high on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Stay high, stay creative, people. Prisoner Project is a nonprofit coalition of cannabis industry leaders, executives, and artists dedicated to bringing restorative justice to the cannabis industry. We here at Hideas wholeheartedly support their values and believe that anyone profiting from the legal cannabis industry has a moral imperative to work towards restorative justice. No one, I repeat, no one should be in jail suffering from the war on drugs which disproportionately impacts communities of color. Want to get involved? Here are some ways. Follow them on social media, subscribe to their newsletter, volunteer, donate, or join the letter writing program. Please find links to their page in the show notes.